What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Dumbmarks Podcast. We're here tonight to d- discuss Cobra Kai Season 5. It, right now, you got three of the four Dumbmarks. Steve's on his way, so he'll be joining us a little bit late. And we're also joined by Kenny from the Call-Up Podcast. How you doing, Kenny? I'm good. I'm good. Chilling here, you know. Uh, have a nice little debate on uh, Cobra Kai. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, doing our second one earlier in the year, we did season four review. Mm-hmm. We we were on to call a podcast for that, and you know, this time we figured we have you on here and discuss season five. Dropped a little earlier than normal, so right. Yeah, I know. I was I didn't um I didn't even know it dropped until uh, my son told me about it. He was like, "Dad, Cobra Kai's on." I was like, "No, it's not. It's not going to come until like <laughs> like probably January, like the last time." He was like, "No, look." And I looked on Netflix and was like, "Huh." I guess I'm going to go to the supermarket. And I literally went to the supermarket, got some snacks, came back, and we sat there the whole entire day <laughs> and watched, watched Cobra Kai. Yeah, we binged the whole entire thing. It is such an easy show to binge. Yes, mm-hmm. it is. It's not long. It's like, what, yeah. like each episode is like 30 minutes? Yeah. yeah. Something like that, yeah. I remember coming home from work. I started right at like 1 o'clock. I ended at like 7 or something. Mm-hmm. I text you guys or something, but it's like quick binge. Like, yeah, I got to go through it. Yeah. I'll knock it out in two sessions. <clears throat> I think that's what I did this year. I just did <clears throat> whenever I first started the show. I think because it, it started with what season three on Netflix. Yes, uh, yes. Three, mm-hmm. four and five so far. So the first two seasons, when I went back and watched them, I think I did those each a day. Like I was surprised mm-hmm. how quickly I could get through them. Mm-hmm. Good I, show. I, yeah, I was. I would think I was like, the only one who did not watch uh, Cobra Kai on on YouTube when when they when they had it. Mm-hmm. Like when I saw it, it was on Netflix and they had like season three and then I was like, oh, well, let me just binge one and two since it's already on here and then do three. So it took a couple of like a, a good span of days when I was watching it. But then I was just like, all right, well, I'm ready for four. Yeah, I was, I was with you. I didn't, I didn't catch it on YouTube either. I waited until Netflix and then binge it all out. I wasn't even I on to I wasn't even on to it. I was seeing people posting about it like season mm-hmm. one and two and it was like three drops and I'm like. Okay, maybe I'll tune in and watch it. Yeah, you know, I didn't know anything about, about the show until it went on. Like I knew of the show, like right. yeah, people, like I saw that it was on YouTube, but nobody I knew had YouTube Red or whatever it was called at the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it wasn't until it went on Netflix that I actually heard people talking about it. And yeah, like, oh, are you watching Cobra Kai? Cobra Kai is such a good show. You got to watch this. You got to watch that season. And it's like, <laughs> I mean, okay, I'm not watching no damn Cobra Kai, no, no <laughs> body kid shit. <laughs> yeah, I saw all the commercials for it when it was YouTube Red, but I was like, I'm not buying YouTube Red just for Cobra Kai. Forget yeah, that. Yeah. If I could find somebody they... who had like YouTube Red, I'd be like, right, let me let me just borrow your uh, you know, your login information and watch it. But I'm and glad it came they... on Netflix though. So yeah, whenever Netflix bought it, that's what I was like. Okay, it's time to watch mm-hmm. this and see what it's about. This is where it's gained its traction. It's just from Netflix. oh yeah. Yes, you yes. Know. it probably would have been done by now if it would have stuck with YouTube. <clears throat> oh yeah, for sure. I don't. I don't think it would have been like on season five. I think they would have mm-hmm. probably just would have done three seasons and and uh, that's it. Did it say how long they're slated to go? I think they got one more season. I think they're going mm-hmm. six, and then that's it. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, I, through the discussion, we'll we'll be like, yeah. you know, who else can you bring back? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> They could have made it longer if they would have did a couple things in this season. (laughs) (laughs) 
I mean, that, that, that's going to be an interesting topic that we can bring up, you know, after we discuss the season, you know, should it have ended earlier or, you know, should it end with the upcoming season? You know, where, where, where do we feel that the good ending spot should be on here? Um, but Kenny, I mean, we're already five minutes into this before we get too in the weeds and before Steve jumps on, why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and your show? Uh, yeah. So my name is Kenny from New York. I feel like I, uh, I'm in, like, in the front of the class. Telling, telling you guys everything. <laughs> so I have a I have a podcast called the Call of Podcast, uh, which I have like two segments. I do Monday Night Raw watch alongs with me and Toe. We go live every single Monday for like three to four hours, um, reacting to Raw, doing uh, trivia, which uh, Steve and Chris have been a part of um, a couple of Mondays, um, and then I do conversations with Kenny, which is on Tuesdays. At seven, so I do a live stream of that where I just talk to uh, random people. It could be um, talent from like the independents all the way down to like AEW or WWE, um, and they just regular like wrestling fans. And you know, we just have discussions about like pro wrestling, life, uh, mental health, anything that we could think of uh, for the week. And uh, and those normally drop if you don't catch the uh, the live version of that, then the audio version drops Wednesdays. Um, at like 10 in the morning on like all platforms that you possibly find um, podcasts. Nice. Kenny's a good friend of the show, so make sure you subscribe, give him a follow, you know, listen to the show. Yeah, I'm, I'm always in the comments on uh, on Saturdays. Yeah. Bustin' Steve's uh, balls a little bit of us. <laughs> and we always enjoy it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. So we're here for Cobra Kai. Uh, we're about a month out since the show uh, debuted on Netflix, mm-hmm. season five. Um, where do you guys want to start? Anybody, um, anybody have a topic that they want to bring up to, to discuss? Overall, thumbs up, thumbs down. Me, I'm like I'm I'm in the middle. I'm gonna go yeah, like I could, I'm, I could gonna, probably I'm gonna go give him the bar, but yeah, okay. There, there was some there were some things in there that I was just like, all right, like. I really needed need the uh, like the '80s style humor of things, or like the montages that they had, especially like when um, it was like Miguel's mom found out she was pregnant. And she had like this little flash into the future <laughs> type thing. That was yeah, I laughed a little bit. I laughed a little bit about it, but then a, a part of me was like, really, like you really <laughs> think this is gonna happen? Like all of a sudden, you guys went from living in a little condominium to like all of a sudden you got a, a, a white a house with a pick of white fence. <laughs> I was like, where is this coming from? You know what I mean? But, you know, uh, it was, you got like two flashbacks of, you know, two people that came in from uh, from, from the Karate Kid movies. So I was like, okay. But that's why I, I, I was in the middle when it came to, to the season. You mentioned that you didn't like it being stuck in the 80s, but isn't that the point of the show? The two main characters are two guys that are still stuck in that time period, yeah. they can't get past that. What? Yeah. So, yeah, I never thought of it that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah so I, I don't know if it's. <clears throat> yes, you're getting like the whole view from like all these different characters, especially a lot of new ones, the, the new generation. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it could, I guess, be from their point of view in a way, being told as well, and that could be why you're you get so much of that cheesy '80s nostalgia. I would say um, season-wise, like overall for me, 
I like everything about Terry Smith. I mean, Terry Silver. Like, he played the perfect bad guy in my eyes. It's just a lot of this stuff, story-wise, side story-wise, was just a little bit off. Was mm-hmm. off for me. I don't know how I can say it. That's, I just didn't like the season. He got, away with, every, he got away with too much shit. Yeah, <laughs> I think there was... I think the writing got a little bit lazy this season. It felt to me like a filler season. Like, yeah. you, know, you usually get like those filler episodes, mm-hmm. like in long seasons, mm-hmm. you know, just to keep, keep it progressing and moving on. And it just, I just felt like maybe instead of doing, we were talking about the length of their show, instead of doing six seasons, they could have wrapped it up with five. If they would have just mm-hmm. told the story a little bit different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> me, I give it a thumbs up just because it kept me watching. But okay. to me, it felt like it was more about the adults than the kids this whole season. Yeah, it definitely was. It definitely had that feel. Yeah, like, which I didn't, you know, I didn't care for unless it's unless it's uh Mrs. Larusso. I don't care about the adults. <laughs> <laughs> the character that really does not matter on the show. At all. You know, <laughs> she's the one. She's the one that wants everything to stop. Like. Yeah, that's his character. He's like, yeah, go for it. She had her one episode this season, you know, whenever uh, Donald or, or somebody, you're going to have to help me out with the name of her cousin that came in from Karate Kid 3. Yeah. Oh, was it Allie? I think so. No, yeah. I'm probably, I've seen that, it yeah. and I was just like, wait a minute. She's she was from the, the Karate Kid 3. Movie. Yeah, she was yeah. from Karate Kid 3. And I didn't know that. I mean, that was a good time that they were cousins, mm-hmm. you know, to tie it in and how her and Daniel met was mm-hmm. through her. So I was like, kudos on keeping, you know, that continuity going with it. But I mean, that's what yeah. I said. I was like, I don't know who else um from the Karate Kid series, like the movie wise, is like who's left to bring in to the TV show because I mean Yeah, from those first three, they basically bought in all the main people. Yeah. I mean that that means the only thing that's next is the next karate kid. You're gonna bring in uh <laughs> Jay Smith. No, 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 no. Swank. Oh, I was yeah, about to no, say, no, like no. shit. You can't bring don't do that now. But I did see a meme on that uh after season four was over, and it was the only person that could can actually uh wrap up uh Cobra Kai is Jane Smith, and they did the thing like in Spider Man, uh like whatever the the two Spider Man came in, they brought him in. That's that's, oh, that's Kenny's older sir. brother. Kenny's <laughs> to be Kenny's older brother. <laughs> what up? What up? What's going on? I, I, I apologize for the delayed entrance. I'm not trying to show anybody up here, but you know, sometimes when parenting gets in the way, parenting gets in the way. So, um, I mean, my kids walk. <laughs> don't don't get me started, Kenny Red, because right now it's a whole different podcast, bro. Okay? <laughs> I was I was ready to sweep the leg in the parking lot, like yo, let's go. Because uh yeah, it's definitely one of those things, like for real. Um so yeah. What's going on, Ty? Oh, absolutely. He uh, <laughs> found us on Friday. <laughs> it's about to get real spicy. <laughs> real spicy. Hey, listen, the the Dunmarks after dark episodes get a little spicy. We haven't done one in a while. And, you know, 
We figure we need to to give the people what they want, as as uh, Batista used to say, "Give me what I want." So we're here. I'm alive. not drinking, but somebody else, somebody else on the show might be. So I am. I, I currently have a McKenzie's pumpkin jack apple cider. Donald has a get whole hog. Fish from like drink one of them. Hey, listen, this I don't know if this is a, a a Pittsburgh thing or what, but this right here, you want to talk about like the best fall drink I think I've ever had. These are these are legit. Legit. So, you see them in your grocery store. Pick them up. Um, okay. It was either it's a that Pittsburgh thing, but I like their black cherry cider. Uh-huh. It was either that or I was going with uh, peaches and cream, which is Crown Royal peach and cream soda, A and W cream soda. If you haven't had that, I highly recommend that combination. It is top notch. I gotta, I gotta so, try that out. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. All right, so y'all went through an intro that you you introduced introduce kenny over there no they was just like just shut up stay in the yeah, corner we've been on 13 minutes didn't discuss anything yet <laughs> what do we look I've, i i come on late and y'all do nothing like this is we, we asked what we did did you have uh, overall of the season yeah we were just going there thumbs up thumbs down all right so mm-hmm. we uh okay so we did the general how did everybody like the season okay uh-huh, right. yeah that's what yeah. we was up to right, right start diving into like what what do we feel could be coming next so what do you okay. think of the season overall give it the thumbs up thumbs down uh thumbs up for me um i get two thumbs up of course um yeah i'm not i'm not uh i'm all in on season five for sure so i i got the feeling this is going to be very spicy tonight because i got some Shaking heads and people laughing and everything else. I don't know. I was laughing at. I was laughing at the comment. (laughs) (laughs) What's Ty cracking on right now? Another one we can't put up. We're not. We're we're not Ty. We can't disrespect Mike Miller like that. Okay, that's a four one two legend. All right, went to Alderdice High School, not too far away from where I grew up. We're not going to disrespect the legend like that. We'll leave that comment off. However. As I tell my kids, whenever they hand out zingers, I owe you another dollar because that one, <laughs> true to form, came across like you normally do. Um, so I can see you're on the shits and giggles tonight too. That's what's up. So, um, but yeah, well, let me go around. Give me your takes, and then I'll, I'll just real quick, thumbs up, thumbs down, and then I. I, I mean, if you general... would have tuned into the show while you were away, yeah, what I mean, done I mean we, could, I mean, we could, we could do it again. <laughs> we could do it again. I, I, I gave him the. I gave him half. I, I don't need the, the explanation. I just need I was in the I was I was in the middle. Wow, really? Yeah. Uh huh. Okay. Listen, me and the Slim Reaper down there, the the, the quiet, silent Jay that's down there. We normally don't agree, so I don't know how I feel about this right now. <laughs> when me and him are friends, it's not it's not a good show. Typically, it's very boring. Very but we got Kenny here. Donald, he doesn't have the rose glasses on, so he's not feeling froggy tonight. Yeah. Chris, are you? Are, is this the new like Steve Jobs look for you? You're just rocking flannel nonstop now because like non-stop. I saw you on our podcast. You know, you got the flannel. You were on Dave's podcast. Shout out Pro Wrestling Pod earlier this week. You had on the flannel. You got on the the flannel tonight. Like, we is that the the motto going forward? It's in, it's in fall season, man. It's fall season. You see the you see the beard come in a little thicker. You getting <laughs> well, that's the COVID beard. I didn't feel like shaving the past three weeks. <laughs> Well played, well played. Did you uh did you experience any weight loss on the COVID diet like I did? I did. Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I don't Still recommend losing. you losing weight that way, but I'm saying yeah. I'll take that I'll take that side effect I, if need. I was be. already on a diet 
you know, before COVID. So I was already losing weight. So it's like, it was nice that I got even more. So nice, nice. All right. So we got, we got a lot, we got a lot to jump into then because Kenny, we came on your show. Um, I think that was the first time we actually talked was whenever we did your show recap in season four, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, everybody was blown away by season four. Top notch. I think everybody yeah. here agreed that it was. It was a, it was a good season. That was where yeah. I was like in the middle yeah. more. It was okay. I, I had high expectations coming into this season just based on where they left things off at um, and what the potential could be for different storylines along the way. We'll get into all those and kind of run through the gambit and, and so on and so forth. But I think where I want to start off to get the show going, has there ever been a character? Now, you could go TV this in TV-wise. Has there ever been a character that started off as a babyface and finished at, or started off as a heel and finished as the number one babyface like Johnny Lawrence has? I don't think there's anybody that you can compare him to. He was the number one heel in the original Karate Kid movie. I mean, scumbag, you know, <laughs> the worst of the worst. Any description for a bad guy that you want to give, that was Johnny Lawrence. But over these five episodes, and th- especially this fifth episode, the the arc that his character went on, he's the ultimate babyface now. Yeah, he definitely I, did the turn. Yeah, yes, I definitely agree. Mm-hmm. And the thing that I liked so much about the show when it first started, and especially the first season, was it was so much just more from his narrative. Like it was, you didn't, you weren't necessarily getting you know, so much on the show more as it's just his side of the story. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. you know, now it's, you know, it's a lot other people's story along with it, but um, yeah, it was, you really, I think even in the first season, you just kind of got like, you felt for that character just like, okay, what you thought of him in 1984, isn't the way you feel about him in 2020 or whenever the show premiered. Yeah, I mean, it just—I think that this this season itself really hit home the fact <laughs> that he was <laughs> not in the original Karate Kid. He wasn't, although I mean, you could say some of the tendencies that he's displayed throughout the five seasons were actually present in the original Karate Kid movie, as well as probably two and three. Well, not so much three, definitely two. Um, he's he's walked that line consistently between bad guy good guy um i would say he was wait, a bully i don't know bully he's, he's bully. more cocky afterwards mm-hmm. but like like i said in that first season you you see johnny's side of it and it it was almost like the reverse like where mm-hmm. that was his bad guy if johnny was the good guy in his story daniel was the bad guy not i mean you know. to, to me larusso La was always he he was the the good guy doing bad guy things like like Hogan with a chair, right? To tie it into a wrestling that we can all mm-hmm. understand. Hogan was the, the ultimate babyface, the good guy, yet he was hitting people with chairs, pulling people out of Royal Rumbles whenever you shouldn't be interfering. Like he was doing bad guy stuff the entire time. But everybody was so hyped up on say your prayers and eat your vitamins. 
everybody was so content with wax on, wax off that they overlooked those things. Right. They looked past it. Um, So, yeah, I just I was amazed at kind of how. Calm down, Donald. (laughs) (laughs) He's ready ready to go in. I mentioned the Hulkster brother, brother, and Donald's over there getting fired up. Um, so yeah, Johnny's Johnny's character. I mean, you saw it from the the very first episode to the very last episode of him just being on this quest of redemption of making something out of his life that for the longest time he just continuously screwed up for whatever reason. And you saw him confront his fears and everything else. And it was just, it was one of the the better arcs throughout the five seasons that we had of all the characters that are on the show, in my opinion. Well, yeah, no doubt because he is the main character. He is the Cobra Kai. Yeah. You know, the story was made basically for him. So if he didn't have the biggest arc out of the whole story, then what's the point of having the show? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, the other arc that I was very su- not surprised at, but I'm glad we dived into more Tori this year. Um, getting more her. I know Kenny over there always says Sam's the Sam's the the bad guy. Tori's the, the, the. She did it again. She did it again this season. Made it all about her. Yeah, Miguel was when Miguel went to go see his dad, <laughs> and he needed help. He need, he called her up. Was the was the first thing she does? She's just like, oh, she made it about her. Oh, you didn't even stay to see. You know how this is important to me. You weren't oh, there for me. I need what to, I need to do. I need to find myself. What do you need to find? <laughs> what exactly? What is it? Do you need to find a new defense in in fighting? Do you need more love? Do you need another hug? Like you want her to put his issues over hers? Like no, finding your dad has nothing compared. Does not you know? I guess the karate tournament trumps trying to find out who your real dad is. (laughs) Her priorities are different. There there is nothing more important than that karate tournament in life. (laughs) Well, I mean, the saying goes, "Happy wife, happy life." And even though those two weren't married, I mean. We've all had that girlfriend back in the day that was like, oh, you didn't come to my party or you didn't do this. And it's like, yo, like, why are you bagging on me? I'm I'm the stand-up guy here. Like, I'm doing things the right way. See you at the bus stop. And that goes with issue one with me. There you go. The whole Miguel father storyline. All right, good. I'm glad you brought it up because I wanted to hit on this. So we had the cliffhanger, right? The end of season four. You knew he was getting on the bus, going to Mexico, mm-hmm. trying to find his dad. They start off season five with that episode one, him in Mexico. Based on how we've seen returns and nostalgia play into this this series itself overall, what were you expecting out of the Miguel trying to find his dad's story aspect? What were you hoping to come out of it? I liked everything they did with it, minus the part that they never knew what he was bad for. Like, what was he? Was he a drug dealer? Was he a hitman? They was alluding to stuff, but they never said it. 
And especially for a show being so detailed with stuff, they just left it wide open. And especially for this being like your main kid character, I think they didn't do a good job with that. Explaining more on what his father did back in Ecuador to come up to Mexico. And so you do I all was, that, just leave and, and get away scot free. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Like you would yeah. think you would think with all the flashbacks that they do throughout this throughout the, the seasons, that like Miguel's mom would have had like a flashback moment to where you know they met and maybe we could have got like a, a understanding as to why you know her and her mom left and like why he was such a, a bad person. It was we didn't get anything. We just got her talking to like to Johnny about it. But never really said exactly what he did. Well, and did he just seen Johnny and um, who is it? Keen. Robbie. Yeah, Robbie, right. Robbie. Just with FBI shirts on, it was like, "What's the feds doing here? What's the feds doing here?" It was like, Still "Okay." Didn't know what was going on? Yeah, he yeah. didn't know what was going on. I'm like, okay. And even though you know, the FBI don't have jurisdiction in another country, they messed up on that. So, <laughs> but then, that, but then at the end, whenever he told Miguel to go. And Johnny and Robbie were right outside the restaurant hugging and talking and that stuff. Miguel's dad didn't know they were outside. I mean, he was just on the other side of the wall. Like, come on now. It was like, what are these voices hearing? Hey, what's going on? Oh, it's those FBI guys. Weren't you the storefront? <laughs> yes, yeah, the, the storefront with a counter. Yeah. Right out the window. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But he but so, you remember he had that character, he just didn't care. You know what I mean? So if he heard voices back there, he's just like, whatever. Like he had a gun, so he was gonna, he would have just shot his way through. Unless he was too drunk, or he was back there in the oven, was on to uh, loud cooking his food that he was doing <laughs> to even notice. And they wrapped it up so quick, like it's yeah, it was the main story, and it just wrapped up. Yeah, yeah it wrapped up with two episodes. Yeah, and then like they didn't talk about the rest of the season. No. no. So unless if, they bring it back, unless they bring it back in season six, because when he was going through his phone. He held it on his mom's thing, like like his mom's picture. Now we didn't know if he looked at the picture or not because his focus was too busy on Johnny and uh, Robbie. Mm-hmm. But they could possibly pick it back up. But it seemed like they wrapped everything up at the end of the second episode. Yeah. So if I, as Bully Ray likes to say, if I had the pencil, what I would have done. This is where I thought, because of the way we've had characters from the original movies get reintroduced. I thought we would have gotten the bad boy of karate as Miguel's father instead of a furniture store owner that ends up teaming up with Johnny and Daniel mm-hmm. to go against Cobra Kai. So you thought it was going to go international? Like there's going to be thought, a karate I tournament thought, in Mexico. I thought, Mike Barnes, <laughs> I thought Mike Barnes was down there, the bad boy of karate. You know, he, he leaves. He he loses the he loses the All Valley, he goes to South America, comes up, you know that bad boy image continues on, mm-hmm. does some you know horrible things, this and that, um, because if if you would have reintroduced him that way, you could have got more out of that storyline for Miguel during this season. Now I don't think Miguel trying to find his father was the main storyline i think it was johnny becoming a father was the main storyline of the season and him ended up being there for miguel as a father him being there for robbie as a father and then finding out oh hey i'm gonna have this kid 
that I can fix every mistake that I initially made with Robbie that I even made with Miguel for the first couple seasons. Mm -hmm. So I think the the Miguel finding his father storyline was a little bit of a misdirection because I think it played more towards Johnny's character than it did Miguel's. I don't like that they're doing the pregnancy. Like that's one of the things that I hated about this season too, is that they got, they made her pregnant. Like when they were doing it like, okay, is she or isn't she? I was like, please just right. don't let her be pregnant. Like I was hoping like that it was going to be a false positive or something. And it's just like, like, cause I, I thought they were, I thought they were going to give us more of the, like the marriage proposals, you know, rather than the, Oh look, I'm pregnant. Yeah. Like, cause I kind of feel like Robbie and then Miguel together. Right. Y'all are hating on the creation of life. Is this, is this what you guys are doing right now? You're hating on the creation of a life. I, I, felt I, I, like, hate, I hate on a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I just felt like, yeah, he got some, st- he got a lot wrong with Robbie, but I kind of felt like Miguel was that redemption a little bit, even though, yeah, he had some side steps with that too. It's just, I kind of felt like that's what, brought them would bring them together as a family more than anything not that oh okay our, our parents are having a kid together we got to get along i mean they they you know that fight scene they did a lot of teasing and flashbacks to them fighting at the school and you weren't mm-hmm. sure if miguel was going to pull the trigger and kick robbie over and they like i had the, the high anxiety moment like <laughs> you know what i mean like watching a high spot off a ladder in AEW. Like, I'm like, he all should. right, please just land this clean so nobody dies. I'm like, don't <laughs> kick him over the railing right now. Please don't kick him over the railing right now. So I was, so I was the only one that was, that was kind of hoping for that one, right? You're going to make me be the asshole in this, in this, in this show. I was expecting so, it. so you were rooting for Scar, too, in the line. Like, right? Yeah, I was just like, yo, just do it. One kick to the face. Just cop, that's it. Or at least kick him over to because you know Rob, you know how Robbie is. Like he always seems to like find a way to escape something when he's getting beat up. So if, at least if you if you hit him, he kind of like goes over, but he grabs onto the rail. And you do one of those dramatic scenes, just like oh my god, and then you kind of pull him up type of thing. But you know, it maybe would have been a little bit more exciting for me. But I think during that scene too. They like after all that happened, like why did you kick me this and that? They bonded right there. So even before John even told him about the baby, they were already bonded with each other. And just the baby was just a prop being used, was a plot line being used just to solidify it, which didn't need to happen. So your fight ain't just going to like bond you together just because you fought. They did it. You seen it on the show. You seen it on the show. It was Brothers canon. fight all the time. Brothers fight all the time. Yeah. You squash it. Best friends. Yeah. Fought. I, I fought a couple of best friends growing up. But that, was it. but that was your best friend. You weren't sworn enemies. Got Tommy Boy in my head I now mean, going, my brother's got a hug. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, but right there, but right there when they was like, you know, working it out and all that stuff, they bonded. And then they threw in the plot line. Oh, well, you have to bond because uh, me and your mom is having a baby. <laughs> Lazy writing. I'm not I'm not gonna go that far and yeah, hate no. on the lazy writing the creation of life. Um <laughs> okay, sign Donald. but again I think it I think it all ties back to like I said that this season, as much as it was about some other characters, which we'll bring up next because I want to ask who the MVP of this season was for you guys. It was back to Johnny 
righting his wrongs as a father and stepping up to the plate and making amends and bringing people together and learning and growing. Then I think for the bashing that you guys want to give that scene um, and how they came together or how it tied it tied up and, and was knotted in a bow at the end, I think overall they achieved their goal if that's what indeed they were trying to do with the, the story itself. So with that being said, and although I've hyped up Johnny Lawrence a lot for this season, who is your season five MVP? And Amanda if this LaRusso. is not unanimous, everybody <laughs> needs smacked. The one and only Amanda LaRusso. LaRusso. <laughs> Second is chosen. The silver ponytail, what? baby. <laughs> silver. All right. This. Really? I was more on I was more of a Tory fan this season than anything else. I I like like you got to know more of what she wanted to do and where her loyalty is. Because you always thought it was like Cobra Kai. And then you found out that she was real loyal to Crease throughout the season, trying to get everything, you know, I guess trying to get him out of jail and trying to to, to, to help him in some type of way. You know what I mean? But I don't even think that was the case. I think it was her her resorting to that because of the guilt she felt for winning a false title based on a payoff to a ref. She couldn't live with that guilt on her conscience. So the only way to take down Silver was to go to his best friend, the the guy that created Cobra Kai with him would be. If she was a real heel, it wouldn't have mattered how she won. Wins a win. (laughs) I'm with you, Chris. A dub's a dub. Especially in combat sports. So I would I would agree with Donald in, in that Chosen was my MVP of this season. Um, oh no, that was Jason. I said Silver was my MVP. No, Jason said Amanda. I said, oh, Amanda. I said Chosen was two. Oh, Chosen was two. Okay. Chosen two. Am I the only one that picked Chosen as the MVP of this season? I thought it was pretty good, but I'm picking Amanda Larusa for being just appearance wise, just because she looked good in that red dress. That was it. Yo, if if anybody is out there that wants to know, that was up. Yeah, anybody out there that wants to know Jay's type, it's enough needs to be said right there. Okay, no, you gonna get Taquan in the comments now. Hey, Taquan's revoked your card a couple times, so another strike on your board with him. Yeah, for me, Chosen just I, he stood out in everything he did this year uh, on this season. There wasn't, you know, there wasn't a bad moment with him on screen. Everything he did was tremendous. Um, you know, the whole him egg hunting was great, taking everybody out one by one. Um, and then how they tied that into the end of the season, you know to protect the the flash drive while it was uploading or the the, the little iPad while it was uploading. Um, yeah, there. Silver, I, I mean, Silver is an obvious one if you look at it overall, right? The man, for as big of a baby face as Johnny Lawrence became, like, I don't know how many bad guys on TV there are that can walk side by side with Terry Silver. I mean, he's been that way since Karate Kid 3, and I, I don't think there's any argument there. Yeah. 
I'm, I'm just wondering, like, like the the way they wrote this season for him was just like, let's just throw a whole bunch of stuff to the wall and see if it sticks and see what the people would think about it because he did some outrageous stuff. He was like, oh, you call my lawyer? I'm going to burn down your furniture place. Like, who does that and, and doesn't get in trouble? That's straight like, business stuff because he got the money. He's well known you, in the you telling me You telling me not there was no investigation? There was, he paid like, everything he, off. It was exactly nothing. It was like the like how much money do you have that you could just get away with unlimited all this stuff? Enough. (laughs) Like I mean, like the the charity the charity auction scene at the house. Like if that like we've I think we've all been in in a situation where like you've been next to somebody that just you don't you don't like and you don't trust and you know that they're doing shady stuff but you don't know how to prove it and by the end you walk off looking like the asshole instead of them <laughs> and that entire scene in in that episode just hit that scenario to a T like they couldn't have done it any better mm-hmm. to where like all right Daniel you took the bait mm-hmm. now you know you're ruined and so you know your wife's not getting on this board because you want to act you know like the a hothead is. Yep. Yeah. The hothead he was. Jason, who stole that scene? <laughs> now he doesn't even remember who's in it. <laughs> oh, no, I yawned. I couldn't hear. I yawned. Uh, I said, oh. who stole that scene? Oh, Amanda LaRusso. <laughs> Showed that yeah. emotion. That betrayal. <laughs> Don't want to get too far ahead, but... um. There was only one problem that I had with Silver, and that was his uh, master plan, his quote unquote master plan that Kreese told Johnny and uh, Daniel. I mean, I'm thinking like, man, he has a master plan. He's gonna like <laughs> nuclear destruction on this and that. You don't nah. like the, you don't like the pinky in the brain take over the world. Like that's where we were going with that. What do you that's, mean? It, 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 yeah, everything was done for a karate tournament. I want a Kobe Kai on every block. <laughs> I mean, I was okay with them, like, influence, you know, Cobra Kai influence throughout wherever, mm-hmm. but everything, what Kree said, he was like, yeah, he wants to go to a tournament, a world tournament. It was like, so that's his master plan, is to get in a karate tournament. Yeah, to win that and make Cobra Kai a global Yeah, yeah so he can make brand. it like the McDonald's <laughs> of karate, where, you know, McDonald's he, is everywhere. He built it all up for a karate tournament. A karate. He, he used the karate tournament. <laughs> the karate tournament. to to um it, to get him show. to a bigger to get into a bigger platform, which to oh. me now and you know in in real life was like, you know, karate's not that big, so I don't I don't really know where you <laughs> you're gonna go with this. Like everyone's just gonna drop what they're doing and be like, you know what? We're not playing football no more. We're not playing basketball. <laughs> baseball. We do we doing karate. Like this is this is where we're going with our life. <laughs> Thing. Got a response to Ty Jason? No. Okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. One hundred percent. Oh my god. One hundred percent. He did. <laughs> all all flat back. He was out there just flat as a board out there twerking. No doubt. Um, I think that the surprise of the of the season for me was Kenny. Yeah, Kenny had to go, man. Yeah, he was he was being I a mean, pain in the ass already. Kenny, Kenny had to go. Kenny was on I, something, boy, because he got big I, as hell uh, between seasons. 
He was on something, boy. Kenny reminds me of, like the first time you get some you're young, you're like, yeah, yeah, I'm that, I'm that guy. It was like, nah, bro. Like she just gave me some because you was you kept bugging her. Like, relax, calm down. He won. He he learned one good move. He thought he was a shit. Like Kenny was I, um, a weak part, part for me in season four, and he continued in season five for me as just a weak character. What? Yeah. Any no. got mad hate. Like my 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 niece, she super into the shows. Never seen any of the movies. Super super into the show. And we were at uh, my sister in law's birthday party, and she was like, "This was right after it came out." She was like, "Did you did you watch it yet? Did you watch it yet?" And I'm like, "No, I have plans on watching it this weekend. As soon as I get home, I'm gonna finish it." She goes, "I hate Kenny. I hate him. <laughs> you need." Needs to get whooped. I can't stand him, Uncle Steve. And I'm like, whoa, what's going on with Kenny this season? And as I and as I'm watching it, and I sent her a text, I'm like, you are 100 percent correct. He deserved yep. his ass whooped because he was on some bull this entire season. Part of, part of my problem with season four was the addition of so many characters. Like I don't like whenever a show adds a bunch of characters as it goes on. Um and that was an issue that I had in, th- in this season. It just, it continued. Like, like the wow. Tyrone Woodley cameo. <laughs> don't even speak. Scrub ass dudes. <laughs> sensei. <laughs> sensei. Don't, don't do that to that, man. <laughs> um, <laughs> so with, with the addition, so who would you... All right, who would you like to see less screen time during this season, and who would you have liked to see them give more screen time to? Less of Stingray. Yeah. Less of uh, who's the um, Kenny's partner? Oh, oh Kyle. Yeah. yeah. Right? Wasn't yeah. Kyle. Was the girl. He was annoying. He was annoying. DK from Fast and Furious. <laughs> yeah. He was annoyed. Everything was like, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was like, yeah, yeah his story should have wrapped up. Yeah, once Miguel beat him down in the house, yeah. the house thing, like he should have been done with. What's uh, what's Young LaRusso's name? Oh, he can go too. That whole storyline. Yeah, uh, last season, season four, I felt like they used him way too much. I was like, okay, at least they backed off of him this yeah. season a bit. Yeah, so I was like, okay, at least they gave him the right amount of time. Like, I didn't feel like he was overly used, but. And give me more Tori's partner. No, yeah, Tori's partner. I forgot her name. Devin. Yeah. Devin. Yeah. yeah. She was a good character. Yeah. What what's to what what's to make of the way Crease's arc went during this season? Reverse flash. I thought it was I thought it was uh <laughs> would you say Donald? Reverse flash. <laughs> if you kill him, he keeps coming back. Yeah. <laughs> This is always come back. He's out the story. He's come back. He's out the story. He comes back. He faked his death. Guess he's coming back next season. Yep. It's like, come on now, reverse like, but, but now, but now he's. But the thing about it is, and now he's on the run. And how you pull that off? It's not like he's. It, it, you can't. You listen. You can't do some underground ninja turtle shit right here. You're not gonna be in the sewers, like training people to be like, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna take over the karate tournament scene. And you're gonna come at the end. You know what I mean? Like with a flash bomb, like. It doesn't work that way. Again, I'm coming to train you for this world karate you know, tournament. The, the master plan. Fucking mystery ninja. That's just coming master, into the tournament. We're going to invade your country, Cobra Kai. 
the master plan. So they want to so, add another name to Eagle Doe, Miyagi Doe, Eagle <laughs> Fang, Crease. <laughs> All of this silver. So um, he's going to have I one thought, student. I thought, um, <clears throat> regardless of what you make of this, of his story and what what they gave him this year, I thought from an acting perspective, he absolutely crushed it. Um, you know, like I don't, I don't think you could have had. I don't. I don't think you could have. You could have had somebody else in that role, and it still and it come across the way that it did. At least for me, um, you know, I thought he gave some of his best acting that he's done since he rejoined the show. Um, Who was that? Crease. Crease. Okay. Yeah. Crease has been a strong player the whole time he's been on yeah. the show. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah, but in the end, we get <coughs> as Cobra Kai has done right. Season finale, you're going to get the big battle, the big fight. We saw it with the school, and we saw it inside the home. Now we have it in, you know, a couple places, but, you know, Silver's house and then ending up in the in the dojo itself. Um, from a fight scene perspective, based on what they've done in the past with the school and the, the fight in the Larusa home, how did this season finale face off stack up against those other two for you guys? For me, that that school fight, that's that's the peak. That is Cobra yeah. Kai at its absolute best. You know, it was building up to that, and it, we're we're on the climax, coming down from it right now. Of where do we end up? And um, yeah, it wasn't wouldn't be one of my favorite fight scenes, but no, no, it did did the job. I give I give the guy the guys in the house. <clears throat> top fight scene of the season for me. They didn't do that many fighting scenes this, this season, right? Because no, it was it was yeah. very story heavy. You got all guy fights. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we had we had Larusso and Silver, you know, in in Stingray's apartment. Um, you know, yeah, Barnes and Barnes and, Barnes and Larusso. I just felt. No, I wasn't. It, it wasn't that I was disappointed with the with the crescendo with the the face off because we knew we were going to get some type of explosion at some point in the season between Cobra Kai and Miyagi Eagle Fang Do, uh, which I'm going to call it going forward. Um, but I think, like you said, Chris, that school scene—that's just that like, else. yeah, yeah, like. We hadn't seen that on a show in a really long time. Um, I will say this, though. I don't know about you guys, but they had me with Chosen. I, I thought yeah. he was done. Mm. Like, I, I, got, done. I, got a little, I got a little teary-eyed. I definitely choked up. Like, I'm not, I'm not afraid I to like, admit that. should somebody off. <laughs> yeah. I'm not afraid and, to admit and, that in my emotions. And, and, and to me, that was the biggest thing. Mm-hmm. For this show to be a drama somebody has to die for it to be a drama that meant i mean that's what i'm gearing towards somebody has to die you can't be putting on the jurassic park effect where every single star in a drama is going to live to me chosen should have died once terry cut his back open that should have been the end of chosen he did everything great in the seasons and all that Mm -hmm. stuff he solidified his part he should have died 
And then I hate to say it too, but Hawk should have died too. Hawk no. story. I mean, I, listen, no. Hawk story. Hawk storyline was getting real, real, real dry. And when Kenny mm-hmm. pulled off that Quicksilver bullet, I mean, I know it only uh, like takes the breath out of you, but hey, if no, karate no. Stuff happens, hey, and stuff karate happens, yeah. hey, last that long. It's October. Yeah. Donald's watching a lot of killing right now. He's it's, it's, listen, is that enough? They didn't kill Miguel off when he flew from a freaking banister. But, but, Miguel you is a main, but Miguel's a main, the main kid. You can't kill him. Yeah, but, but Hawk won you the tournament last season. You're but what did he do after? He didn't do nothing. The boy got nerfed. You just want to kill a kid off. He got nerfed the whole season. Still, this isn't Chicago PD where they just kill kids on random. Donald gets the pet season six. Yeah, but this is supposed to be a drama. You know, people die. Donald's just hating on Hawk because of who his girlfriend is. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, he wants to be in an immersive egg show. Like, um, that's where Donna wants to go, but yeah, um, like, I mean, you want to ramp, ramp the drama up and all that stuff. There was your chance to ramp some drama up, killing kids off, especially with Chosen. Yeah. Super kick them to the face. I mean, for how, uh, for how evil Silver is, how haven't you killed somebody off? Exactly, I mean, that's, that's, that's true, and, and that's why I burned down a furniture store, but but nobody, died hands. yeah, and that's and that's why I think they, um. That's why I think it got me so much as I was watching it. <laughs> you can throw that one up. That's a that's an all time classic. You ain't right. You can't come you on right. this show. You can't come on this show. We, we, we are <laughs> discussing the the adulation. Of- no, but it's crazy about it. But but but. Mr. Miyagi, they buried him. You know, I mean, they, there's a there's a tombstone and everything. So, I mean, if you wanted to, if you wanted to be like the complete heel of this, like just destroy the the tombstone. The tombstone, yeah. yeah. I thought I thought we were going to get something enough. to that effect. Um, or if it wasn't the tombstone, I thought Silver would have attacked the the locked room at mm-hmm. at Miyagi Do with. That was the bedroom. That everything was still in the same place as it was mm-hmm. back from the original Karate Kid movies. Like I thought that was what we were going to get. Like how they destroyed the bonsai shop in season three or in Karate Kid three. Like I thought that would have happened to you know push Daniel on on this path. Like I really wanted to see more of him and Silver with the face off. Mm-hmm. I didn't think the final. That that final crescendo, that final fight scene with them in the dojo, gave enough. I was a little let down by that. I thought it would have yeah, been that was bad. That was bad. a bigger deal than what it was. That's because they didn't have a. It wasn't a fight just to have a fight. They were. It was like there was a story behind. Like you had to get to protect the data and all that stuff. We didn't care. just fight just to fight. Mm-hmm. I don't care about you coming in stealing the secrets to expose something. Fight the fight. And then that stealing the data thing that was a little bit off too. Like he erased the stuff with him beating up uh, Stingray, but he didn't erase the stuff with it, him telling Tori, he, yeah, I fixed the fight. <laughs> and did you feel like that reveal was enough to for everybody to turn their back on him? No. 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 Because they're all, they're, yeah. they're mercy. Mm-hmm. You they're supposed to all be I mean, heels. What's the point? That, that yeah. shouldn't bother I mean, you. 
Yeah, he shouldn't. Exactly. Did the Kenny turn his back? Yeah. Kenny turn his back too? Okay. Yeah. Every yeah, they all did. Now, if this is if this is um this is 2022 and not 1988, so given the PC correct climate that we're in with everything, to be outed on the internet for doing something wrong, as we know, everybody turns against you immediately. So, I get everybody instantly dropping silver off a cliff in their eyes and not wanting to back him at all, but. I don't know if I really enjoyed them just automatically throwing him to the wolves and saying, "Ah, uh, you were trained to win at all costs." There were there were there were kids in the yeah. season. Remember one of the kids was like, "I'm tired of getting called a uh, penis breath." I mean, yeah. if you're calling another kid penis breath, I don't think that you know you finding out that your uh, your sensei threw a tournament, you know, threw a tournament to win. You know what I mean to win. I don't really think that uh that's gonna bother you. I'm like, all right, yeah. cool. Well, at least I know hey, I won. Hey, yeah. I whipped his ass. What to say down the bottom? No mercy, no mercy. And then if okay, so the students left him, but is that something I mean to your point, Steve, of you know, the internet everybody turned your back on you, but is that enough that people are gonna be like, Oh, I'm not sending my kid there? Like I see, I don't I don't know. And you know, do we like there hasn't been an after season four, we got the announcement right away of season five. Mm-hmm. Word was when this first went into Netflix and it started and, and it got, you know, the big audience that it did, that it was going to go five or six seasons. Mm-hmm. Now, they haven't, as far as I've seen, they haven't come out and confirmed season six unless I missed that. Mm-hmm. So if somebody else has seen that. Let me know, because that was one of the first things that I was looking at was, OK, Based on how they wrapped it up, you could technically say that it was a series ender based on the storylines. Mm-hmm. Silver gets locked up. All the kids turn his back on him. Miyagi, Eagle Fang, Doe wins. Kreese escapes jail, goes off into the sunset to die an old man somewhere on a beach in Vietnam. And everybody, that's it. There's but no, you, there's nothing else to do. But you made it to the tournament. Mm-hmm. So that's what mm-hmm. I... Like it, it kind of pigeonholed their writing for season six because we know what, what's going to go on in season six, is the tournament, the mm-hmm. the Saka, I'm going to mispronounce that, so I'm not even going to try saying. Yeah. I'm just going to call it the tournament. Mm-hmm. So you know the tournament is there for season six, but you don't have the you don't have the antagonist there no more, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, everybody, everybody that was the good guys, all the protagonists won. So who do you have? Oh, Crease is coming back. Yeah, definitely. To be the bad guys. <laughs> <in the show. laughs> no, but so, then you have what's the uh, what's the, the the girl's name? She was one of the uh, the trainers. The trainers for, Cor- for Cobra Kai. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, the um, girl. yeah, yeah. Silver. She, was, yeah, she was like Silver's right hand. <clears throat> she was the she was the granddaughter of the his sensei. Sensei. Okay, you still have her to lead the to lead whoever's yeah. there. Because I'm sure there's gonna be a couple of knuckleheads that's gonna be like, well, I'm still. I'm still a part of Cobra Kai, like regardless of I mean what everybody else feels. So what where do you guys where do you want to see this end? I guess so if season six would be in, this wraps up in season six. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Does it wrap up where everybody moves on from karate? You know, like they like they've they've yeah. had their fill now, or does it end <laughs> where Johnny takes over Cobra Kai again or they reform it in some way? To me, so that's it becomes kind of- ultimate babyface at the end. 
<laughs> you can't do that. But you said, who's the ultimate baby face? Silver. Silver. <laughs> he hands on the company. Just take it. Just take it. Yeah, just. <laughs> I've, I've seen the error of my ways. <laughs> I don't know who wants to go. Where, I mean, where would I would you? love to see it. I would love to see Johnny just take over Cobra Kai like you originally wanted and make it. You know, safer for kids like him and uh, Larusso just come together and like build a whole new school. You know what I mean? Like get these kids in there. The you know, um, like Miguel and, and and Robbie could be like head trainers there, or whatever. That you know, KCB and have some type of outlet for these kids. And maybe Creases is completely gone at this point. Like you know, he's underground, like fucking Shredder, like. And, and just end it that way because he's gonna be a dad now, so he ha- he can't be sitting there. We're not gonna get the same guy that we got before. He's gonna be a, a he's bringing a little kid into the world now, so he has to be like trying to be that ultimate dad. Jay, uh, ultimately they win the tournament, wrap it up. But I don't know who you put as their. I don't know. I don't know who who you put as um Cobra. Not Cobra Kai, yeah, Cobra Kai's, you know, leader and team in a tournament. Chris, I kind of will agree with what Kenny was saying. I, I'd like to see it come full circle. Johnny takes back Cobra Kai. Maybe, maybe Daniel owns it, but Johnny runs everything type deal. Um, where they're, you know, they, you know, they're friends now, they're partners. Um, but I'd like to see. Johnny actually like run Cobra Kai his way, the way that he's intended it to be, and just kind of ride off in the sunset like that. And do you officially hang up Miyagi Do? Yeah, because I don't think it, that was ever necessarily there to be its own thing. Mm-hmm. You know, he 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 brought it at its own thing as a justification to a means against Cobra yeah. Kai. Yeah. So. You know, he could um, still do Miyagi Do on his side, or you know they've been trying to figure out that hybrid between the two and you know maybe this is where they actually teach that to the next generation they teach both sides <laughs> just uh they win the tournament everybody just moves on kids go to school johnny gets a real job daniel goes back to the dealership as i say does he sell cars with, with uh daniel <laughs> i would think so because <laughs> there's no karate going on in this time and time and age now you know i've this is I haven't been this excited and into a show probably since Sons of Anarchy. Like I've watched other shows, but like to get me fully hooked and fully invested in a series. And it's very hard to pull off a series and give the ending where everybody's happy. We saw mm-hmm. it with Sopranos, we saw it with Game of Thrones. Um, I really enjoyed the series ending to Sons of Anarchy. I thought it tied everything up nicely in a bow. I know some, I know others did not, but it's very hard whenever you have a series that's as popular as this to where you wrap up the show and everybody is completely satisfied with it. I mean, some people would argue, and a lot, a lot of older people than us would argue that MASH is the greatest series finale ever. And Lord knows it was watched by the most people ever, but. I just don't know if they end the series with them winning this tournament, that that would be the way to wrap up 
Jaden Smith better not set nowhere near this series, okay? Um, if you want to bring back Jackie Chan and have him be, you know, the, the antagonist, I, maybe I'll get on board with that. But. You always kill a show on a terrible ender so they don't, they don't clamor for more. That's how you do it. And, I mean, right now they're clamoring for more. We got the announcement that they're bringing back another Cobra Kai movie. No details were released, or I'm sorry, Cobra, Karate, Karate, Karate Kid, Kid movie. So there, there was no real details released about that. But we know we're getting another Karate Kid movie. So the only thing they said that won't be part of the Cobra Kai universe. That's all they've discussed about it. So they're just using the name. That's it. Yeah. It's I mean, a reboot. So I don't know. I think I think the one thing that I'm missing, and I don't know if we'll ever get it which I thought we were going to get it this year. And I thought the perfect time to get it was whenever Sam went to Tori's house mm-hmm. and she saw her mother laying in the, in the hospital bed there. I still think that the best way to do it would be to have Hillary Swank be Tori's mom. I agree. And I've been harping yeah. on that for a while, mm-hmm. but she just started a new show she wasn't involved to date. I don't even know if they've ever reached out to her. I've never heard of anything or talks between them, but you have to, at some point, bring her into the fold just to complete the, the multiverse of karate kid, right? Like we need, we need her to show up in some form or capacity to tie in that complete multiverse because we had Barnes come back this year. Silver was there. Crease, like you've got everybody back. That's still alive. She's the one missing piece that I want to see at some point if they do a season six. I agree with that. I don't know how. That makes sense. I think we've talked about that since we first started watching it, that she would make the most sense as Tori's mom. And with that, it doesn't have to be, it doesn't, she's not needed for an entire season. Uh You know what I mean? Like you can, you can do something where it's an episode or two. And you can wrap that up into a bow and have mm-hmm. her and Daniel meet and they can do the the tie-in to Mr. Miyagi and everything else. And that's why Tori was so conflicted because her mom taught her the right way. But based on everything that life gave her, she had to do things and, and be, you know, that rebellious teen that was only out for survival and, and doing things the, the bad girl way because she was put into that situation based on her mom getting sick. So I think there's a lot that you can do and tie up there if you bring her back in that role. You just going to bring her in the to die. Hey, there it's you go. This is your death. Uh, listen, Don, Donald wanted people to die, so hey, might hey, as well. There's a purpose. It's a drama. Come on. Somebody got to go. Leave it, up to, leave it up to Donald. He's killing off at least three kids, a mom. It serves a purpose. Hey. But if you do it that way, like, I think you can, you can get your dramatic effect with that, and you yeah. can pull on the heartstrings with doing that. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it'll ever happen, but like I said, I think my, my biggest concern if they do a season six is how they've booked themselves into a corner with this writing to where Everything's geared up for this tournament, and if they don't win the tournament, is it a failure? Like, if they win the tournament, is everybody going to be like, "Oh, well, of course they won," because you know, plot armor. 
Good guys always prevail. John Cena always wins. Um, you know hey. what I mean? Steve? <laughs> Steve, you keep saying if they do a season six. I'll tell you what, if they end this show off of what they just did, I'm gonna be so I'm gonna be yeah, I'll upset. be pissed off. Disappointed. So, so so let me ask you this because I brought up <clears> other shows, right? I think the most hate, the two most well, I guess the biggest hateful response to a series finale that I've ever seen was Sopranos. Yes, right. Sure. Fade to black, the cut to black, that was it. We didn't get the payoff of getting the movie because obviously, life you know, yeah, life happened and and we weren't able to get that. We got the prequel, which I enjoyed. Go watch if you haven't. Many Saints in Newark. Um, but if they end the series on that last episode of season five, do you turn bitter towards the show? No, I, I would. Mm, it just be like man, it would just be like manifest. Would if they would do back? it, if they would do it, like I, I, even though we already discussed, the next Karate Kid movie isn't supposed to be anything part of Cobra Kai. But if they would end with season five and then do a, a spinoff movie, you know, to end it, okay, maybe mm-hmm. I'd be okay with that. But like, like Game, like Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones is a great show. Ended terribly. <clears throat> I, I'm not going to say is, all the Game of Thrones. Of Thrones, Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones, the entire last season was trash. I don't think the, this entire last season was trash. In their eyes. In mine, no. <laughs> <laughs> but was it trash on Game of Thrones last season level trash? If they were to end it. No, 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 no. I wouldn't go that far. No, we ain't getting that far. <laughs> All right, so That's deep. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go with that. Um I will say this: if you're if you're number one on Netflix top ten for thirteen days in a row, you've done something right. Um, of course, that mm-hmm. that right there just speaks to the audience that this show has, what it's cultivated. Um, I know my daughter; you know, she wants to to watch the Karate Kid movies now. I know my niece is interested in watching the Karate Kid movies now, so they can get you know all the the tie-ins and the, and the backstory. Um, we said this, Kenny, I think we said this when we were on your podcast for people our age, this show just hits home because it Mm -hmm. takes you back to whenever you were that six, seven, eight year old kid watching those movies. And it's like perfect for this, for our demographic, as far as an audience standpoint, but the fact that they've brought in as many young viewers as they have goes to show how good the writing on this show has been. I still can get my sister to watch it. She's like, I called Kung Fu. I was like, that's not Kung Fu. You brought it up being in the in the top 10. I mean, that's a big part of Netflix thing to renew a show. It has mm-hmm. to crack the top 10 consistently for a few days, especially opening weekend. And I mean, I think all of the signs point to that. Maybe it's a contract thing. Maybe they're still working the contracts out for the last season. But Has oh, there yeah. been anything on Netflix that mm-hmm. has been in the number one spot longer? For more days than than thirteen that Cobra Kai was on, I, the only thing Probably. that I can see Stranger was, Things with Squid Games or Stranger Yeah, Squid Games, the New things. Black, yeah, Ozark, yeah. You know, all those are pretty popular shows. I was uh, Tiger King, maybe Tiger King. Yeah, when that was the the height of the pandemic, yeah. whenever everybody was inside, that lasted mm-hmm. for a long time. Yeah. But again, if you're if you're being compared to those other shows that that were cultural phenomenons you know with squid games and that stranger things i mean that's 
that's high praise to be up in that category from a from a show perspective. Um, I just don't know where they go season six, mm-hmm. and I've been trying to think about it, and I've gone back and rewatched season five to see maybe where they would go. Like, there's no real. There was no real besides Crease walking out of jail. There's no real cliffhanger to end the season, mm-hmm. and I think we've no. gotten that every other season, right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I guess Crease got a bridge to you know he got an axe to bear because Danny and Johnny said screw you, yeah, stay they left in jail. Them, So there's uh-huh. that, but then it's like coming back full circle again that you're back to Crease. You're going back to the original villain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so reverse I mean, flash. But, <laughs> yeah. but the, he just hasn't been defeated yet. I mean, mm-hmm. so no mercy until point, it's if, over. If Crease is back and he's he's back with a vengeance, and somehow he ends up in a in a country with mm-hmm. no extradition, and that's where they're having this tournament at. Um, I mean, it has to end with him and Lawrence and Johnny coming out on top, right? Like, yeah, not Daniel, so, yeah, not, and then, not Daniel and Crease. It would have to be Johnny and Crease mm-hmm. because. Yeah, they've they've laid so much groundwork as far as Crease feeling like Johnny's his son and he wanted to leave him mm-hmm. Cobra Kai and everything and like yeah, but that would have to mean Crease turns good, right? No, it just means Johnny mm-hmm. defeats Crease, mm-hmm. kills Crease. It just it gets okay. it gets the name. And Johnny can't kill Crease. Yeah, he can. And no, he can't. He got a baby on the way. Remember, plot so, over. Hey, silver bullet. You want somebody to die from a punch? It can happen. <laughs> should have did That's it the first crazy. time. You should have did it the first time. Can't do it three times in a row. <laughs> Don't put that one up. Don't put that one up. Don't put that one up. We want spare Kenny, even though I Kenny saw it. We're not. We're not going. We're not going to throw that one up. Oh my god! I need. I need him. I need him at every show. Just. <laughs> hey. Taquan is faithful. My man oh shows my up God. every Saturday. That that man is joining the brunch bunch every week. We're, we're, we're Kenny, yeah, we got Kenny. Send it home with your information, just so Ty can follow you. <laughs> yeah, if not already. Oh man, so yeah, you could you can find me on Mondays um, on YouTube starting at seven thirty. Uh, branched out to TikTok. I found a way to get the stream like on TikTok because I'm always on this shit. So yeah, so we we're, we go live like on uh, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, uh, seven thirty. We do Monday Night Raw watch alongs. We do uh, trivia, which is we're gonna start increasing more of the trivia. So it'll be more throughout the night. So you know, Chris can sit there and try and battle more. <laughs> you know, keep them in there a little bit longer. Uh, has Tuesday the gift, has, has the gift not to cut you off, but don't don't say what the gift is. But no, gift, I, you know what? Because because I, I just got back to work, so I haven't uh, made my way to the uh, to the post office. Trust me, because I have mm-hmm. another. I have two um, trivia prizes that I need to mail off, which I'm going to end up doing tomorrow to to send everything off. So I'll I'll definitely send. <laughs> we'll, all that we'll, need to, we'll need to get you on for the reveal of the gift, so you <laughs> right. can see. Because it'll, you know it'll what, be, I hope. I hope it was it'll good. I hope it's not... It'll be a meltdown. Yeah. And it'll be tremendous. It'll be glorious. As Bobby <laughs> oh, okay. Then I'll definitely once once I give you once I'll I'll send you the tracking information and then you <laughs> then I know when to uh when to jump on and see this see this live. 
Um, and then Tuesdays, I do conversations with Kenny. Like I said, it's, uh, it changes from week to week. Uh, it could be discussion-based where I have people come in and we have like three topics that we talk about. Um, it could be anything from, you know, professional wrestling to uh, mental health or just like everyday life, you know, dad life at, at some point, you know. Um, and then from time to time, if I, if I have the time now, it's been busy on Wednesdays, I do, I jump on with Dave from the Pro Wrestling Podcast and we do um, AEW Dynamite on Wednesdays. And then a lot of times you can catch me on Thursdays over at the Knuckleheads Network um, talking more wrestling on Thursday nights. Busy man, as always. Oh, no, Shout sorry. out to you and your crew and what you guys do. I still, I know we we bum rushed the the watch long. I still <laughs> want that one on one with Toe. So you let him know. <laughs> I want the smoke. All right. I sent the I sent the little jab with the Britt Baker Derek Jeter comment, and he uh he gave me a little reply back. So um, listen, next next Monday, I think it's the uh, the twenty fourth, right? We have our uh, our one year anniversary of doing Monday Night Raw the whole Shout year. Shout out to you. Shout you out. Know, job, without taking any breaks, at least maybe one of us will, will take a break. I know Toad's <clears throat> maybe taking like two throughout this whole entire year. I think he's taking like, he hasn't been on for like two episodes. Uh-uh. You know, I've maybe done like three, like two and a half because I, I say half because I was stuck at the airport one episode and I literally stood in LaGuardia Airport doing Monday Night Raw. <laughs> <laughs> That's dedication, until, man. Yeah, until I found out they canceled my flight, <laughs> and then I, I literally was like, I gotta go. And I jumped in the cab and went home. And that was and that and and that's been a very long year for Monday mm. Night Raw. So for you guys to jump on oh, yeah. and do it during this past year, uh-huh. Kudos to y'all for I think for that's why that. I think that's why we added the uh the the trivia because sometimes you know you get certain episodes of raw is really good and we'll forget to you know put the the trivia on when it's supposed to at 8 30 and then there's other times where we're looking i'm literally looking at the time i was like all right let me let me throw this on because at least i know people will be entertained because we'll you know we'll drop off the the trivia for a couple of minutes right right so yeah um so that's at the call up podcast right Mm -hmm. all right all social media hit them up follow like my man, him and his crew doing great things out there. Um, we appreciate you hopping on as always, chopping it up with oh, your boys. Thank you for having me. Um, as always, you can find us at Dunmark's Pod on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, TikTok. We got to step TikTok game up, so we might have to do an offline session with you, Kenny, figure out TikTok. <laughs> um, and then uh, email the show at DunmarksPod at gmail.com. Catch us live every Saturday for your favorite Bunch Bunch at 11 a.m. on all platforms where we go live. Um, Audio edition is downloadable every Monday, right, Chris? Every Monday. Every Monday where you can find uh, your podcast at prowrestlingtees.com slash dumbmarkspod. Pick up some merch. We got some new stuff brewing, new stuff cooking, so hopefully we'll get some new designs up here shortly. Um, Support the show. As always, we'll give you a live shout-out on air with any shirt purchase. Um, anything else that anybody wants to say to wrap up this strike fast, strike hard, no mercy edition of season five Cobra Kai review? Amanda LaRusso. Amanda LaRusso. <laughs> and with that being said, tune in 11 a.m. tomorrow morning for your favorite Saturday brunch bunch. And until next time, I'm a Mark, you're a Mark, tell a Mark. Y'all can catch us around the way.